Well, hello there. Before we kick off this episode, I just wanted to let you know that we are breaking this one down into two parts. What was going to be a quick Merry Christmas show ended up being a deeper discussion on consumerism and gift giving and big family traditions around the holidays. We'll get started in a second, but first a reminder that you can find show notes and more episodes over at AboveAverageShow.com. And also, if you're a fan of the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It would really help. It really helps spread the word about what we're doing with Above Average. All right, on to the show. Well, hello, hello, and ho, ho, ho. <laughs> this is Above Average, the podcast for big families. I'm Lance Osborne. How, how, how? Um, you know, Christmas story, yes. right? There you go. Yes, yes. You got it. Yeah, you'll shoot your eye out. I know I will, Ralphie. The, fam- the famous line. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, so obviously we're talking about Halloween. <laughs> I can't oh, wait. That was such a sympathy laugh. No, this is uh, the Christmas episode. The uh, you know what we should call this the ho ho ho. Hang on, it's coming to me. The ho ho holidays episode. No, no, no. Every that's too. Uh, I don't know. Too tacky or dorky. Oh, but I'm definitely using it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I proclaim episode thirty-one as the ho ho ho. I can't even ho, say it. the ho ho, ho, ho holiday. holidays episode. Anyway, this is the podcast for big families, and if this is your first time listening, well, you've probably already stopped this podcast by this point. So, welcome to the veterans. Welcome to the veterans. No, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. We are 31 episodes into this podcast. We talk about all kinds of things as they relate to big family life. So, we talk about a travel show. We did a great travel show that we just told somebody about on Twitter, and they retweeted, so that was kind of fun. Give me another one. Cars, vehicles. Uh, how do you how do you fit cars. in in a big car with a big family? Or how do you fit in a car with a big family? It's got to be a big car. Bedrooms. Do your oh, yeah. do your kids need beds? Do do they? I don't know. I think that was the title. Did of that we show. even solve that? Do your kids even need beds? I think they do, but if they don't, <laughs> they can always sleep on the floor. Actually, around Christmas time, my kids like to sleep on the floor in the living room by the fireplace in the Christmas tree. It's nostalgic. Yeah, it is. Christmas Christmas does bring a lot of nostalgia for me. Like I've I have great memories of Christmas as a child. I've always loved it. I still do. And I think a lot of those memories just come to the surface during this time of year. So you're one of six. Do you when you think back to that time, like are your siblings are they always involved? Are they always a part of that? I think so. Yeah. Cousins and siblings, yeah. I mean, yeah, always just always a lot of people. Tons of people because even my extended relatives have have large families. There's a lot of us. When we're all together, there's a lot of us. Yeah. So this is the kind of thing that we talk about on the show. We talk about uh, just growing up with a big family or having a big family. I didn't grow up with a big family necessarily. But now we've got five children. And so the busy house, the loud house that you're talking about, Bobby, that is exactly where we're at with our crew. That's what it's like all the time around here. We decorated the tree tonight. And really? it was insane. Yeah. Nice. Is that surprising? Well, no, I, yes and no. I, no, but um, I haven't done mine yet, so I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm jealous. It's a little early this year for us. We're, we're usually not this kind of on it, 
but we got some stuff coming up. We've got some travel stuff coming up. And we're like, let's go ahead and do it. The kids are ready for it anyway. And it um, got got a little chilly, so you know, you know the weather's got to be right. We had a fire in the fireplace. I know you like that fireplace. I do. Yes. <laughs> hey, so let's go ahead and jump in. So like I said, here on the show, we talk about big family stuff, specifically as it relates to um, the craziness, but also the beauty of having a big family. And we do it from our perspective. Here we are. We're two dads, two middle-class dads. Uh, we do it from our kind of faith background as well. Um, not that it's something that we inject into every single episode, but we want to be very clear. We want to be transparent that, hey, here's who we are. And that doesn't mean that if we've got somebody listening who is a Jewish large family or an atheist large family or whatever, that anybody's excluded. We just want to be crystal clear that, hey, here's where we're coming from. So we're going to talk about Christmas, but we're going to address this stuff from a Christian perspective. So if you hear us drop the line that you know belongs on something that you saw on Pinterest, talking about the reason for the season and all that. Yeah, it's kind of cliche. It's kind of almost trite at this point to put it like that just because it's a cutesy rhyme thing. But it's legit. It's real to us. Right, Bobby? Yeah, yeah. I was already. I was trying to think of some other ones, the ones that are all over the place that I certainly agree with and like, but you see them a lot. Like reason for the season is a good one. Uh, believe is a good one. I see a lot of people having – leave up which is yeah good. but see that kind of got twisted into and i don't want to say twisted but oh, it did it kind of morphed into santa claus oh yeah see, right yeah yeah i guess so. or or maybe we're kind of co-opting it back for the christian side like yeah believe in santa claus I but also I'm, believe I, I think i'm naive to the secularism of christmas because i love christmas so much like even in the last episode we touched on we talked about the great be you know teaching our kids to be grateful we talked about thanksgiving we talked. We talked about how we were frustrated that Christmas stuff was up before Halloween. You know, like some in some stores, you could see Christmas before Halloween candy was like taken down and spider web in one aisle and Christmas lights in the other, and that was a little weird. <laughs> and I get where everybody's coming from when they're angry about that. Like, come on, you know, give let us have each holiday or even. You know, it, all they want to do is start making a buck as soon as they can. If they could make a buck on Christmas in July, they would, and some people do. But for me, and this is where I think I'm naive, I just immediately thought, oh, Christmas is coming. Oh, Jesus' birthday. And, you know, again, I'm not trying to go there per se, but I'm naive to it because I was excited to see it. And other people are like, no, get that all, get the Christmas stuff out, <laughs> you know. But uh, I, that's how much, I guess that's how much I like it. So you mentioned that kind of the secularism. That's one thing that we did want to talk about tonight on the show, today on the show, whatever time you're listening. It doesn't really matter because it's a podcast. Listen whenever you want to. That's the beauty of the podcast stuff. But it is tonight as we're recording this. Our kids are in bed, which is nice. Uh, but we're going to talk about the kind of are they consumeristic. Are they nestled? Uh, well played. Are you in your cap? <laughs> the stockings are not yet hung, so I don't know that we're ready for that book yet. All right, I interrupted you. Sorry. No, it's okay. But I was just going to say, we're talking about the consumerism, the secularism. Again, from our Christian background, Bobby and I are both Catholic, both pretty serious about our, our Catholicism and the way that we're bringing up our families. Um, so yeah, when it comes to Christmas time, we're trying to look beyond the gifts. And it's not just the consumerism, right, Bobby? I mean, that's why I'm throwing secularism in here. It's feeling like you have to decorate your house inside or out to the nines to keep up with other people 
or Black Friday. Everybody makes such a big deal about it that, hey, it's the start to the, the shopping season for, yeah, right, it's, it's definitely not the kickoff to the, the shopping season, but people pretend that it is for, for Christmas. But it's become about like the thrill of the hunt and finding deals and TVs and all that stuff. We did drop that in the Thanksgiving episode that we talked about. Uh, you mentioned something earlier. We kind of talked about it before we actually started recording. The pressure, uh, fighting traffic. I've got to get this for somebody. I've got to make this happen. Let me get the overnight shipping from Amazon because the two-day, it's not going to get here quick enough. We've got to move beyond that if you're trying to raise your family, large or small, but specifically the large family stuff because you've just got more brains to educate. You've got more hearts to kind of soften and let them know, hey, the reason that we're doing this the reason that we're even talking about exchanging gifts, whether it's something fancy or something simple and homemade, is because that's what God himself did with his son. So the reason for the season, with Christ coming, that was the greatest gift that we could ever possibly have. So we do this when we give a gift to a friend, a loved one, whatever. We do this in honor of that. And it's always so important to come back to that. And it was just something that Bobby and I wanted to to bring up and kind of touch on that before we even talked about gifts or our family traditions, that kind of thing. Two people in my life, a good friend and, he, and one of my cousins were talking about how Christmas stresses them out. Like I'm excited. Like as soon as I've said it a hundred times, as soon as the fall hits, as soon as there's a first cold snap, I'm thinking, Oh, Christmas is coming and I'm excited, but I'm not, my brain doesn't get stuck in, Oh, the traffic. Oh, and I got to buy stuff. Oh, and I got to make my house look great. And, and then there's parties that I'm going to have to throw or I'm going to have to buy something for somebody. And if I don't, then they're going to get their feelings hurt. What if they buy for me and all that, you know, all that stuff. And I guess we're going to get into gifts in a minute. But gosh, I just you got to look past all that. You got to just for, forget about that stuff. And like Lance said, I think you really you know, you do have these these brains, as just as you put it, these uh, the children, all of them. You have to be very intentional about trying to tell them what it really is because it's not just hustle and bustle and cold weather and gifts and stores being full. There's more to it. And you have to be, unfortunately, no matter which way we shake it, you have to fight the culture on this. You, you have to like take yourself out of time or stop time for your family and say, Hey, let's push all this aside this is, we love this stuff. It's fun. Um, or if you're a parent, you may hate it, but just push it all aside and, and be very intentional about talking about what, what Christmas is and what you want it to be for your family. And we've told, we said what it is to us, but what do you want it to be for your family? You need to, you need to be intentional about that. Like you would with anything, you know, uh, you got to battle the, you know, kind of swim upstream with that stuff. To open up the gates even wider, we can talk about the holidays more broadly. It doesn't just have to be the Christmas stuff because, again, that's what we do. That's what we celebrate from the Christian perspective. Even people who aren't celebrating Christmas or any religious holiday around this time, I think they can still push back on the culture and step back to say, this is a time where I'm going to, I will have some personal reflection and my family will have some personal reflection. I think we can all celebrate this your own personal reason for the season a little bit, even if you don't believe in Christ, right? You yeah. can still say, okay, this is, it's a quiet time. Let me celebrate that as, as opposed to the consumer culture. Sure. I mean, it's a time to reflect on the year, time to spend with friends and with family, regardless of your beliefs. Yeah, it's, uh, I agree. I, but I think even, even folks that 
are fighting to be able to teach Christian principles to their family, their large families or small families uh, or, or folks that aren't, they're all still dealing with the traffic, the hustle and the bustle, the, the filled up stores, yeah. the, yep. the people attacking you at the mall and the lines and, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, keep going and going, you know, they can get as angry at that as they want, or they can be like, huh, well, what can I, you know, how can I make this time work for me and how can I make it be a time of reflection or whatever? So yeah, yeah. I think, I think well, it applies across the board. Sure. Well, let's go ahead and start talking about the gifts stuff since we're saying, hey, we're kind of anti-materialism. Now let's talk about all the junk that we're going to buy our kids. No, that's that's not really what we're doing. We want to talk about it kind of with that angle, with that perspective of let's fight this consumerism and how are we going to do that while at the same time giving gifts. Bobby, you've got something to say on kind of the meaning behind it, right? Yeah, just to say focus on something meaningful. A meaningful gift can be something very simple. It can be something very inexpensive. Don't feel like... I, I just remember... Growing up, I know that even my own parents felt the pressure to make sure every one of us had, and we were a family of, you know, six, uh, six kids that, you know, my younger sister and I were always like counting how many gifts we had. And I look back (laughs) at that and I'm like, you know, of course I was a kid and and I was wrapped up in it and, and I, you know, I loved it. I had great, I have great memories of it, but as I'm, as an adult and, and a father of children now, I'm like, why was I like that? Where I, if my sister had seven gifts and I had five and I thought I needed two more. And I think sometimes my parents, not because of their own fault, but just they, they'll fall into that. So I'm saying as a parent to any other parents listening, just don't fall into that. Find something meaningful. Obviously if a gift costs something, you know, if it's expensive, then that could be one to someone else's three or four inexpensive gifts. I mean, this is this is straightforward stuff. I, I know that this isn't spellbinding to anybody listening, but I think it's worth just saying out loud because if you're hearing it on the other end and you're about to get stressed out about Christmas because it's coming, you know, and you're about to start thinking about your shopping, if you're listening to this, just, I don't know, have some peace in your heart to be like, ugh, you know, just kind of sigh, sigh it out and just be like, relief, <laughs> just get get what you get your kids a meaningful gift you know and each kid is different their personalities are different you know boy versus girl and what they enjoy and just get them one or two of those things and if they're if they're gonna be upset about it then that's okay <laughs> let them be upset about yeah, it yeah yeah you know good thoughts man uh, I, i've got a couple of thoughts to share on that too and it definitely relates as to what you're saying consider some alternatives for gift giving and i'm saying to do this not only because these may be uh, more economical, although that could certainly be a part of it, but because it is more in line with what Bobby is saying. It's, it's not keeping up with the Joneses as much. So three things that we've kind of implemented in our family a little bit, either as we're giving the gifts to our kids or maybe talking to grandparents about what they can get the kids. Um, one thing, and this is definitely something that we're doing for our family, handmade things over made-in-China crap. Man, handmade things. So I mentioned we were putting up the tree tonight, Bobby, and yeah. we broke an ornament. Hopefully not like the the oldest ornament, traditional ornament that you've had since 1950 handed down from your it was great not uncle that Bob. One. It was not that one. Uncle Bob's ornament is still intact. Good. 
this doesn't even exist. <laughs> I don't have an Uncle Bob. Actually, my kids have an Uncle Bob. What's up, Bobby? If I send no, you, I'll know. send you one, and then you'll have an Uncle Bob ornament. <laughs> it's my Uncle Bob ornament from 2015. <laughs> this is great. No, it, it, the ornament that broke, it was one of Luke's, and it had his little handprint on the ornament from two years ago from his little Mother's Day Out program. And it's not... We haven't had it long enough to be really sentimental over it. But it does kind of tug on your heartstrings a little bit. It's like, uh, I can't get that back. Yeah. I think his handprints exist elsewhere, but we can't get that one back. It was glass, and it shattered, and it busted, and it's gone, man. He never even did it, man. It's gone. He never even painted that thing. Well, except there's a matching one that Mary did because she was in the Mother's Day Out program that year. So every time we look at Mary's now, we're going to be like, oh, remember that time that we broke Luke's? Yeah, you know what? And you're going to have to worry about him the rest of his life because you, you've <laughs> not just shattered that ornament. You have shattered his hopes, dreams. I'm worried about him. I'm worried about my therapy bill. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for that stuff for such a long time. No, but the reason I bring that up, Bobby, is because that meant so much more to us than I think last year we busted a random red ornament that we got at Walmart seven years ago and we had 20 of them right it, those don't matter but the handmade stuff matters again this is stuff that's completely obvious but i think it goes deeper when it's your gift giving and you hand this to somebody and it's like this is a meaningful gift i thought about this and i created this and even if it's just fudge that you made in the kitchen right it's still something that has your your handprint all over it as opposed to and i don't mean that in a literal sense although that's a nice time to luke's ornament story hey yeah, a lot of germs <laughs> on that fudge. If, if your handprints are all over it. Are you, you going to put fudge on the tree? That's interesting, Lance. Would that work? <laughs> Not if the tree's next to the fireplace. That would be some drippy fudge. <laughs> but yeah, so that's one thought, right? Uh, the the handmade stuff over made in China stuff. And I'd love to go into detail and in what we're doing, but I know we've got family who listen to the show. And so anyway, it's it's pretty cool what I'm doing. I'll probably share it in a future episode, share a picture or something. Um, another thing, experiences over crap. I know crap's not a na- nice word, but I'm saying it here because I think junk that we're getting, it's become, it's just mountainous stuff. It's trinkety stuff. And somebody gets you something just for the sake of getting you something. I'd almost rather somebody say to me or even say to my kids, hey, I couldn't find anything that just screamed your name. So here's a card. Or here's a little bit of fudge that I made you in the kitchen. Like just something really basic because there's so much stuff everywhere. And we've talked about this in the clutter of stuff episode. We even re-aired that one recently because it resonated with our listeners so much. And I think that's a big family thing, right? We're just overflowing with stuff. So when you've got a lot of kids, if everybody gets something that's trinkety, you end up with five times the trinkety stuff that other families do, right? It's just coming out your ears. What about experiences? And I think this is where it makes sense when you're speaking to grandparents saying, hey, what can we get you guys? What can we get the kids? Do they need more dress-up clothes? Do they need more board games? Do they need more Fisher-Price whatevers? What about experiences? Can they take all that money that they would have spent on something and send you guys to the ice skating rink for the day, send you to the movies, Send you to a theme park if they want to spend a little bit more money. Send you away for the weekend. Boarding school. Boarding Can they pay for college? <laughs> can they buy you a house? Wouldn't that be a yeah, great experience? Can they experience? buy you a house? Exactly, yeah. My father-in-law tells of uh, when he was a child, his, his parents did that, and he was one of 
I always I always miss guests. Eight or eight or nine, nine I think. And they all they did the gift thing for a little bit and then decided one year we're not gonna spend all the money we normally would spend on gifts. We're gonna put toward a trip to Colorado to ski. And so he has like years upon years of memories of skiing in Colorado, which obviously, I mean, that's legit skiing. Um, Man, and, yeah, you know, yeah. So I, I think that's cool. And we've even, you know, through his, uh, I guess through that experience, um, we're talking about that. It, it hasn't happened yet. And Catherine's been lobbying for it a little bit too. Uh, there's, there's, there's a couple different camps there <laughs> as far as where the age of our children, I think that's a big, big thing at this right. point, you know, deciding what can you do where it's not all just for the kids that the adults enjoy themselves as well, but it's not all just for the adults and the kids enjoy themselves. And I think we're right, you know, on one side or the other at this point, but I think eventually it's going to be something like that. And, uh, you know, I'll enjoy something like that, you know, but there's a big part of me like I said, that loves the nostalgia of Christmas, which is being in a home and picturing myself in front of Lance's fireplace because I don't have a good fireplace. <laughs> um, but wherever I'm at, I, I, I put Lance's fireplace in that home because that he's got the best fireplace that I've ever, ever been around. We're talking about meaningful gifts. Catherine and Bobby visited us last year. When was that? January? I think it was after yeah. the holidays. Yes. Y'all came in January, brought the whole crew. It was great. We all hung out in Kentucky. Definitely had the fire in the fireplace. However, I didn't have any fireplace tools. You know, the poker and the, the help me out, the tongs or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have all that stuff. And I was, was going to get it. I was using my bare hands, B-E-A-R. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was using my hands, and I, it, it worked. It was functional, and I was going to find a deal, or I was going to buy it later or something like that. Bobby and Kat leave, and like the next day, fireplace tools show up on our doorstep. It was pretty much like overnighted from Amazon. It was it was really super cool. And that was just from them, just because. It was one of the coolest uh, little gift-giving moments that I can think of. So that wasn't it, just because. Kinda... That was because I burnt the... I can say crap because you said crap earlier. I burnt the crap out of my <laughs> hand trying to stoke your fire. And it wasn't for you or Sarah. It was for me the next time I come up there. Come on, man. Okay. They're waiting on you. Just don't take them back. <laughs> You can't take them back to Nashville. That's that was thing. actually an ornament for your tree, and I, I expect to see it in your tree, hanging from one of the lower tree branches. Well, I told you that story about how we broke the ornament. That's that's what happened. We I was going to say tools that. up in the tree, and then it pulled the tree over. And, you know, yeah. sometimes I, I mean, I love where I work, but sometimes they've give, they and they've given us ornaments over the years, which is they're really cool, and some of them are really awesome, but. Some of them are like three pounds. You're like, come on, man! No branch is gonna ha- is gonna hold this thing. I gotta like fasten it to the <laughs> trunk, and then I gotta like tie the tree into the wall just to make this thing hang up. So. Are you talking about the Thomas Kincaid ones? I think so. I don't know the lighthouse ones. Yeah. yeah, those are awesome, but no branch can hold them. I mean, no, one, I know what you mean. I'm gonna try to put William in the tree as an ornament this year and see if it'll <laughs> just leave him there and see what happens. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, one more one more quick thought on the gift thing. Uh, and this probably ties nicely into the experiences over over crab idea. Uh, do one big gift for everybody. So if you've got a bunch of kids, and this directly relates from from parents to your big family, can you get them a video game console that they've been talking about? Can you get them a, a trampoline? Can you do a weekend away? So that's kind of the trip thing that you were talking about, Bobby. 
can you do something that works for everybody so that you don't have Barbies for her and trucks for him and G.I. Joe's for the other him New and trash Little Pony for the... For the whole family. Like a big, like, 22-gallon or 50-gallon trash can because everybody has trash from the family, right? Every person produces trash. And if you give them a bigger trash can, a better one has wheels on it. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking big here. Maybe a wheelbarrow. For somebody who loves Christmas as much as you do, that is the most Oscar the Grouchiest thing that you could possibly come That's up with. That's just thoughtful. A trash can? I, look, I think, I think in the practical, all right? New toothbrushes for everybody. Unto us, a child is born this day. Here's a trash can to celebrate <laughs> his birth. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the next thing. So we talked about the gifts a little bit. We weren't going to run it into the ground, but now that we're talking about trash cans, I would say that we ran it into the ground. <laughs> yeah, oh, Definitely. And then, and then we got to talk about landfills, and then it's going to get all political. We can't even it's do gonna, that. It's going to get deep. All right. On that note, that wraps it up for part one. Part two is coming up soon. And just a reminder to check out AboveAverageShow.com for more episodes. And also, please join us on our Facebook group for more big family topics and discussions. You can check that out at AboveAverageShow.com slash Facebook. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>